Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. I see everybody's saying I'm muted over here. All right, so I got to go over again what I just went over. I appreciate everybody who tuned in right now. Thank you all. We're going to be covering what is going on with all the FUD in the market. It's been continually just bombarded of FUD, you know, day after day after day for the past week, really, like intensive FUD. But even before then, we saw a gradual decline in the market. So I want to cover what initiated all of this, where we're looking at right now, how to understand the FUD and how to react, you know, best and, and make calculated decisions based off of what is going on in the market, um, mainly surrounding FUD, because this market is entirely sentiment driven and FUD has a huge impact on this market. So you have to be able to understand what it is and what drives this. So not only that, uh, I want to cover what is going on with, uh, you know, just overall Bitcoin, the market. Uh, I got a bunch of tweaks pulled up, pulled up here to just kind of illustrate my viewpoints of what's going on here. Uh, but it's super important to understand FUD in the market. There's a lot of manipulation going on as well, and that is compounded with the FUD. So they're really interlinked uh, here, uh, those two things. So I wanna cover that. We are looking at the global uh, cryptocurrency market cap right now, and we're seeing a huge run-up. You know, back in 2018, this was really the peak of the market, and we took a plummet from that correction of about, I would say, 50% at least, you know, global market cap. So this run-up initiated, um, I would say initiated probably around this time over here, back in uh, 2017, you know, December, pretty much, was when it started to really, really heat up here. And we had a nice run all the way up until January uh, 2018 over here this day it really peaked up the market um, after that we plummeted we took a big dump after that this was 2018 and I just want to paint some similarities to how the market is feeling right now with uh, March 2020 you know that was a you know what we call Black Thursday of within crypto and also the similarities of the market frenzy that we saw back in 2017 and ending around 2018 here. So the similarities I'm going to draw to coming up here. Um, well, let's take a look at the overall market right now. The main uh, movers right now seem to be, um, let's see, mainly stable coins, such assets mainly stable assets or an asset that is not really able to be tracked. And I'm going to get into that, you know, why this is pumping right here. Uh, let's do some technical analysis just really quickly on what Bitcoin did. Uh, it's good that we closed in the green over here, but we're still not out of the danger zones as of yet, in my opinion. Um, but again, this market's completely just really been being manipulated with FUD and these whales using the FUD, you know, in their in their strategies here. So right now we saw this was trying to break up above this, but continually trending downward 
and its momentum here. And we saw that after this time, I think that this is when the FUD was put out here, and we just saw it dump. And we saw a dump of about, um, let's see where this came up to. So we started from this price point, and that wick went all the way down. That's almost like 12% in one hour. So that's a big, big uh, move for Bitcoin right there. Uh, within one hour, it just moved 12%. So um, that was caused by this FUD. So I'm going to get into this. And um, if you like to follow me on Twitter, I like I post a lot of things pretty relevant, a lot quicker than I'm able to do like a live stream. And I, I'm pretty active over here as well. So if you want to follow me, follow me on Twitter. I'm at TraderDefi. Um, also, I want to bring... Uh, bring up this. This is an amazing book that was just put out by DeFiYield.app. This is one of the best books on yield farming um, you'll probably ever get. So I'm really excited. This was just put out the other day. You can get it right now on Amazon. Um, so definitely check that out if you're interested in reading like a very in-depth book about yield farming, the current a status of it right now and like the future outlook as well and it's past as well so very good book um i'm gonna get into like what the fud is how to analyze the fud uh let's start off though with this i think this was a lot of people on my channel they have you know they know about war on rugs they know about fair moon his project and there's a ten thousand dollar bounty for whoever finds war on rugs his personal information. If you're able to dox War on Rugs, this guy is providing a $10,000 bounty uh, due to the rug pulls that he uh, that he's perpetrated. So this is um, what he said. Uh, this was on his Twitter account. He deleted it, you know, after he posted it. Um, so really not a, a good situation for anybody involved in Fair uh, Fair Moon. And anything involved with War on Rugs. So, if you guys have anything, uh, any information or anything, you know, there's a bounty uh, available. So, the Federal Reserve, um, and this goes into like the macro aspect of crypto. This is why uh, you got to understand that both the macro, like everything happening in the world in a grand scheme of things, but also getting granular into what's going on within the crypto world because the crypto world is very nuanced and very intricate in itself so macro is a good thing you got to have a have a bigger uh landscape a, a better view of the landscape uh with macro and that really is is critical to understanding you know um certain implications that are going to be going on within crypto so this is breaking from CB, uh, CNBC, and this is the Federal Reserve to issue paper this summer on possibility of issuing central bank digital currency. Uh, let me see if I can get this to play over here so you guys can, can listen to it. Hey, Tyler, the Federal Reserve announcing is taking another step. Uh, I don't think that's going through. All right, I don't think that video is going through. I don't, I don't think I have it set up for that. Let me see if I can fix it really quickly. Uh, audio. Okay. I think that should work now. 
So let's give it a try. Tyler, the Federal Reserve announcing it's taking another step at looking at the possibility of issuing a central bank digital currency, saying it's going to issue a paper. And that paper will be issued this summer that will focus. Focus on the benefits and risks of a central bank digital currency. The Fed's going to ask for public comment on whether or if it should do this thing and what the risks are. And the, uh, Chair Powell saying in a video release that the Fed made available along with this statement that this represents the beginning of a thoughtful and deliberative process when it comes to thinking about a central bank digital currency. He does not say for the record the Fed has reached a conclusion to issue one. But here's uh, some quick sound from what the chairman released in his video. We are committed at the Federal Reserve to hearing a wide range of voices on this important issue before making any decision on whether and how to move forward with a U.S. CBDC, taking account of the broader risks and opportunities it could offer. He also says the CBDC should be designed for general public use and should be a complement, not a replacement for cash. So. Kelly, hard to know exactly how big of a step this is. The Fed has been talking about, thinking about issuing a CBDC for quite some time, but now it's going to issue this paper, and that paper will be coming out in the summer. So that's pretty big news. I think that's pretty big news coming out from the Fed, from uh, Jerome Powell there. And this is going to be, um, you know, a catch-up game that the United States is going to be playing with China. China has no... Uh, you know, they have, they have every inclination of being the global reserve currency in the future. This is their end, end goal. This is their end game. They are a, a, a tyranny, pretty much, but a, a dictatorship, you know, where they have a leader that is going to be in power for the foreseeable future that can have a long time frame to execute these goals. Unlike the United States, where we every like term, like every two years, four years, we have a, you know, election cycle and there's no long term thinking. So I think that this is really going to be a detriment um, and a uh, advantage to China going forward with their agenda per, uh, to perpetuate the yuan, um, the, the renminbi as the default currency for global sediment settlement across the world and they're putting themselves forward and aligning themselves with that objective by introducing and uh, pilot testing right now uh, the digital currencies the central bank digital currencies for the yuan there's a pilot right now for it and right now the United States government and the Federal Reserve don't really have anything set in motion as far as you know how how far in advancement uh china is at this point like china's way in the lead already so i know that the united states has a global reserve currency power right now they uh, are definitely using that for their advantage but how long are going are they going to lag behind in this blockchain revolution, um, I don't know. So that's a critical thing to be looking at. And I'm looking at this to to just 
being indicated where they are in their process. It seems like they're are finally they're not dragging their feet anymore. They see that hey, we really got to step up and start to move. And this is literally the first step. I think this is not just not just them talking and talking about them talking about it, but this is actually them talking about moving forward. And now they're actually getting opinions from the public uh, from this process here. So that's really big news in my opinion for cryptocurrencies and blockchain in general. So this technology, it's not going anywhere, it's the future. Um, so what does that mean for Bitcoin? And what does that mean for the rest of the altcoin and cryptocurrencies? Let's get into this because I think Facebook is gonna also be a major critical factor going forward long term let's ignore all the short term you know volatility right now we went from 60,000 down to 30,000 and now we're back you know I don't even know we'll look at it in a little bit um, so what are we at we're at 37,000 for Bitcoin let me just make sure all right $37,000 for Bitcoin right now so ignoring the short term volatility all that stuff going on right now um, long term midterm Things like this is really going to be the the make or break point for Bitcoin. These price movements right now isn't really the make or break for Bitcoin long term. Definitely it is short term. And we'll look, look into that. But long term is, is where I'm investing into. So Bitcoin is going to be a long term investment for me. Same thing with Ethereum and some other altcoins. But uh, mainly during these downward cycles, I like to reallocate into the reserve assets of crypto, which is in my book, Bitcoin and, and Ethereum. So Facebook recently announced a partnership with Silvergate to announce and issue a new stablecoin, Diem. And Diem, I believe is going to really revolutionize um, the this adoption cycle. It's going to really propel it forward uh, to the next step. So formerly known as Libra, uh, Diem has been in development at Facebook for several years. Uh, what does this mean for SI, which is Silvergate? Um, so, and crypto adoption at, at large, take a look. So he's gonna go through a lot of different metrics here, just indicating you know, the penetration that uh, Facebook has with its audience. It has a massive user base. And that user base is definitely going to be leveraged for the adoption of their currency. They're going to be massively incentivized to make sure that their currency is used. They literally get paid money because their currency is used. So they're going to massively, uh, that's on their agenda to, to propel that in the, in the masses and have the masses adopt that. So he runs through this um, and he goes, let's look at this one though. So, how big the how big could this get? Well, let's assume that of the 2.7 billion people using Facebook daily, that's a lot of people. 2.7 billion people daily. 20% uh, of them convert US, uh, convert $100 USD to DM, which is not that much, honestly, $100. Um, that could that that alone would provide SI with 50 billion in reserves. For context. USDC has 16 billion in circulating supply, while the largest stablecoin USDT has 60 billion. And I think that just went up today because of the 
tremendous uh, fear in the markets and uh, just people wanting to get out really. So yeah, we've got it right around hovering around you know 58 billion right here for Tether. So what does this mean for SI? So they're gonna be using these deposits and getting an interest on these deposits. So they're literally making money um, by the more people that use their currency. So yes, I think that Diem is gonna be, and Facebook is gonna be a huge adoption factor for crypto. And this is coming, this is coming. And when it does come, we're gonna see huge price uh, movements for for Bitcoin for for crypto in my opinion so I don't know when that will come though but when it does come those are things that I'm looking for so there's certain bear cases and certain bull cases for crypto and I'm gonna go through some of these as I go through here so compiling a list of all the top signals this is definitely the bear case for crypto right now and let me just go through a couple of these make some little comments on each one just I want to highlight some of this because I think it's important. And I appreciate everybody tuning in today. Um, if you haven't already, or if you like these videos about crypto, feel free to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. That way you get notified whenever I come out doing these live streams. Um, and also I come out with some decent, um, has some great reviews on these last uh, tutorials that I put out on you know, yield farming on Polygon, on uh, Matic, another way of saying it, and also uh, Solana. So check those out if you like. So compiling a list of all the top signals here, Elon uh, Musk, SNL is probably one of the top ones in my opinion. Maybe, you know, some of these other ones like Doge coming and being number four in market cap, like that's, that's a, in hindsight, you, you think that those are top, uh, top signals, right? And that's what's being, you know, portrayed here, that all of these are top signals. And in hindsight, you can say that it's all you, all you like, that these are top signals. I could agree with that. So another one, BTC, Maxis, bought expensive cars. Um, you know, this guy bought a Lambo. Um, and the super cycle. One thing that I want to point out is the super cycle is it was this. It was just like a, a new paradigm rebranded. Um, so I don't know if that's the case. We're, we're still, you know, in, an, in this infancy of this techno technological boom um, where you, you can't necessarily say that. Like if you said the Internet was in a bubble, you know, back then. Uh, when tons of people said it, or that was a new paradigm, you know, the internet was a new paradigm, I, I think you would have been left behind. Um, but let's look at this more. And this is where the the bear market, uh, the bear case for, for this comes in, and also where the FUD as well. So this was a post on Biz on 4chan, and this was you know, going back to another post that I talked about in my last live stream about the insider uh, to have predicted the crash to 30,000 saying that they initiated or were part of that crash to bring Bitcoin all the way down to 30,000 to liquidate a particular individual. I think that individual might have been 
Justin's son, he had a position that was worth between, I, I don't know exactly, between one to two billion dollars that could have been, you know, up for grabs, liquidated his whole position there, and, or a lot of it for that at the least. And this is going back to this. So this is the insider again, and he's saying this long day, um, approximately two hours of sleep. A lot has been, a lot has happened, which I cannot discuss here. But here's what I can tell you. Right now, we're short on BTC at 25K is the current target. We're still trying to knock a certain player out and not Tom Brady. This time, I cannot give you the exact time frame of the sell-off, but things will start getting interesting around 7 a.m. UTC. Expect a gradual drop to 35K and a, and a boo-boo on, on the Twitter handle at midnight for further verification okay um so is this real i don't know i don't know if this is to uh you know create more fud to you know because if you're going to release something like this in You've done it once before, right? Nobody believed you. But if you, here you come again. Um, you got to understand the game theory behind this. I think that this is, you know, maybe uh, trying to bait somebody into this. Um, but who knows, right? But we get again, you know, critical news um, from China. And this says the State Council of China cracked down on Bitcoin mining and trading and prevent individual risks uh, transmitted to social field. So I, I believe we're getting new uh, iterations and clarifications on the Bitcoin mining stance from China and certain um, certain things with, with uh, trading as well. Uh, let's get into that though. So Chinese crypto whales selling more than 200,000 Bitcoin source. And this is, again, more FUD from China. Um, and there is no source. Like, where's the source? This guy is literally, it's out of thin air, in my opinion. And again, this, again, FUD out of thin air. So two sources are uncredible, in my opinion. They're just completely out of thin air. Um, but they have been credible before is the thing so do you believe these credible sources that have been you know right before do you believe them the second time knowing that they very well could manipulate the market if they wanted to um so why don't they put a source is the thing that's why i'm 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 having difficulty believing this entirely because there is no source again there's no source here this is an insider anonymous so this is really the only thing that we can grasp uh definitively from the fud there is going to be some type of you know tightening of the regulations with mining and trading coming out of china but i come back to this again fud you know the market's being highly manipulated right now because of this whales are taking advantage of this and it happens every time. And this was like the funniest thing I, that I saw this morning from this. Um, 
So you can see dramatically the implications of this FUD. It, it has a real impact. Um, but that speaks to the nascency of this market still. You know, and this is dating back from 2013. Still, like from 2013 until today, we still are going through the same thing. But it's to be expected. The market is still young. It's still early. China bans banks from doing business in Bitcoin. December 5th, 2013. So this is nothing new. We've seen it all before. This is a highly manipulated market right now. And these whales really want to, you know, take everybody's money <laughs> for the most part. And that's what's going on. People are getting panicked. They're selling out of their positions. They are, you know, entering states of depression because of it. And people that wanted to get into this market are now looking at it and they don't want to buy it. <laughs> so this is literally, let me just read this. This is literally everyone when Bitcoin was trading at 60,000. Oh no, I missed the rally. If only I got a second chance. Uh, if Bitcoin dropped 50% or something, I would buy everything. <laughs> and then Bitcoin drops 50% and you know, But on the other hand, you have these OGs. And I know that this is just a joke that they're down 99%, but this is how a lot of them are feeling. They're not selling. Um, you know, they're not selling. Even if they could sell, they wouldn't because they wanted to accumulate this whole time. So I think that this is one of the most important factors to pay attention to with all of this FUD and to know and to try to understand where we are in the market cycle where if we are in a bull run or if we're in a bear market or you know entering or exiting one of them so i think this is well said and pay attention to the market how the market reacts to the news not the news itself so just based off of how um, the news has been reacting to all this FUD to, to me, it's not credible. And not only that, it, it's pretty weak. This is weak FUD that we've been seeing for years and years and years out of China. And it, it's just incredible how the market's reacting because of it. And to me, I think that that's more indicative of where we are in this cycle. So how are you feeling today? How are you feeling? Uh, that's a very good question to ask yourself. And then look around, look around, or look around you, like go on Twitter, go into discords, go on Telegram. How are other people feeling? Are they feeling the same way you are? That's a very good indicator to understand where we are in the cycle, in the bear market, if we're in the bear market or if we're in a bull market. Uh, this came out too, uh, breaking. The U.S. Treasury said Biden administration's proposal to strengthen tax compliance includes a requirement for trans transfers of at least $10,000 of cryptocurrency to be reported to the IRS. 
So this right here as well was another round of FUD and some bad news to the market as well. And the re reaction was not great, but we did see some positivity in one currency, one cryptocurrency. So Monero went up a lot and the mempool usage of it as well, which is really good to see. Um, that shows you that there will be a demand for privacy centric coins like cryptocurrency. People want privacy and they will, there will be a, a market for it. That market will grow. And I think that this is a key indicator of that. Just showing you the signal of that happening. So Monero, I think is one of the best um, privacy centric cryptocurrencies that does a really good job, I think. Um, so are we in a bull run? Is Bitcoin in a bull? Is the Bitcoin bull market over? You know, there's a lot of different indicators here saying that we're actually not. If we're looking at the technicals, we are not over yet. And there's a few things to indicate that. And this is um, just looking at the previous bull runs, how long did they last and how long did it take, you know, after the halving? So we're looking at this and every single bull run and every single halving, it took longer and longer and longer to happen. And I think this is going to be no different this bull run. I think that we might have been a little bit ahead of ourselves. Um, and I think that the market really picked up with the entrance of Elon Musk. Um, I think we got overheated once he got into this market, once he started really proliferating, you know, crypto in general. And I think that this is a might be a good indicator to show us that, hey, these bull runs you know, take longer and longer to play out. And if we're looking to this to be the top, we're way short from, from this being the end. Um, so there's other metrics here that I want to pull up. Uh, this one as well, this has showed you the strength and demand of Bitcoin. It shows you that a lot of the weak hands were wiped out in the last couple of days here. And it got transferred to a lot stronger hands. I think that we are going to be setting up new levels of resistance. Um, I'm sorry, new levels of support from these really catastrophic, catastrophic dips that we had. These really, really bad dips we had. Okay, so looking at the stock to flow as well as another indicator here, we have not topped out at all where we have should have been. You know, all the previous last bull runs we're nowhere near where we should be. So uh, this looks to be one of the very steep correction um, in this in this process. But going forward, you would expect for the market to ramp up from here again, uh, just looking at the stock to flow model. So if this is to be relied on, um, I would say that the bull run is not over. So looking at the market psychology, I think a lot of people are, are, you know, maybe in the depression phase, 
you know, this could be entering, starting to enter a, a disbelief. But we, if we just stop with all the FUD and continue like a gradual uh, sideways motion, we may be starting to enter a disbelief, disbelief phase at this point in time, in my opinion. Um, but the market feels just very, very bearish. Um, I think there's been a lot of capitulation already, a lot of anger already, a lot of depression now, and maybe soon will be uh, a disbelief phase. But all of this we've gotten over already. The euphoria is done. The complacency is done. The anxiety is done. You know, this was all a couple, like, last week. Um, this denial, I think, is... You know, some people say that we're, we're right here, the denial phase. I don't think we are. Um, if anything, we may be in this depression phase right here. So, another way to look at this... Um, is when do you start accumulating? When do you sell? When do you buy? So during these phases, there's there's a accumulation point in time. For me, every single time Bitcoin dips down to a certain percentage is an accumulation period. And then I hold. I let it run up. I take some profits. Usually it's not in Bitcoin. It'll be an altcoin that I'll be into, you know, but... Um, it'll get recycled into Bitcoin, okay? So for me, I'm going to, you know, take profits along the way. And as I see this, you know, drawing down, you know, I'll take more profits because I want to lock in those profits, right? So as this plays out, as it dips, dips, and dips, whatever I've got, that's too late. Whatever I didn't sell, I'm already bag holding. I got a bag hold until I see that accumulation zone reappear. That double bottom is a good sign usually. Then you see this uh, breakout from this downward trend. Once the breakout happens, that is a good signal that the, you know, the next markup phase is going to start happening. So that accumulation point is critical. You don't want to miss that. And it can happen very quickly with crypto. So we're getting second chances, in my opinion, to dollar cost average into Bitcoin. Uh, for altcoins, I'm you know, worried getting into any altcoins right now. I'm holding off from any altcoins because this market could always dip more if more FUD is released. This is a very sentiment-driven market right now and is, is very fearful. So any FUD, any bad news that gets put out is gonna dump this market more and more and more. So this is not a point in time where you want to take on risk. If anything, you just want to buy the dips with Bitcoin, which is what I'm doing. It's the most solid uh, foundation within crypto. It's the reserve asset within crypto. It's going to lose the lease amongst all the other cryptos. But I cannot time the market. That's another thing I want to come to. You cannot time this market, the tops, the bottoms, you know, or anything really. It's, it's very hard. So what I try to do is I try to maintain my time in the market as long as I can, and I don't time it. It's better to be in the market than to time the market. And I just try to say that repeatedly because you just can't time these markets because due to the manipulation, due to how volatile it is, how 
you know, shallow the liquidity with some of these things are as well. So when is the best time to buy? I think this is just re-illustrating what I was going through. Um, so this accumulation zone right here, we go back to this uh, picture here is really uh, at this point in time, you wanna be accumulating right over here where the disbelief is. You want to be counter trading the, tr the crowd you know, everybody's depressed. Everybody's thinking that, you know, this rally is a, uh, is, is a, you know, bull trap. Um, and it's not going to be real. It's, uh, we're going to crash again. This is the time to be accumulating. If you have any conviction in whatever you buy, this is the time you want to be buying at these points. If you don't have any belief in your coin, sell it get out of it that's what i did last week i did that the every single week conviction play i was in i got out of it last week now if i'm still holding it today i might as well just hold it it's too late now it's too late um you know if if you wanted to sell you should have sold last week so if, if you're trying to sell at these lows uh this is when people you know get wrecked they they have this loss on paper and then they make it real by selling this is the worst time to sell um so over here you want to be accumulating and then on the run-up as well accumulate up to a certain up to a certain point okay and just let your winners run you want to let your run winners run until you see some type of uh drawdown and some type of uh weakness to the momentum so whenever you feel like you just can't, you know, bear to lose what you've profited technically. You want to lock in those profits on that drawdown. So that markdown that we're seeing, that's when you lock in as much profit as you feel, you know, comfortable not losing. That's what I did, you know, a couple last week and a couple weeks ago. Then this drawdown period is just wait and see, wait and see until we hit that bottom. This double bottom formation is a really key indicator that we've already floored. Once we floored, we still don't wanna buy yet because it could still dip more. You know, that indicator was just one of the indicators. You wanna see this trend, this downward trend break. So once that downward trend breaks, that's when you really massively pile in. Um, you know, first, just go on, I don't use leverage, so that's another way to really wreck yourself is using leverage. I want to play to be able to play again another day. As long as I survive, I'm good. This is all about survival in crypto. Um, so as long as you can survive another day, that's all that matters. So we can always make it up on the next trade. Um, and that's what the greatest things about crypto is. like. You think that you lost it all one day, but you realize, you know, just a couple of days ago, you didn't even have it. And you think that you can do this again. You've done it before. You can do it again tomorrow. Who knows? You might get a hundred X. So you might've just doubled up from what your last loss was. So this is the opportunity that crypto grants us. And I'm going to end off with this, um, with, uh, this quote here that Ryan Sean Adams put out from Bankless. He says, some of you will miss the greatest wealth creation event of our generation. 
because instead of taking an evening to figure out MetaMask, you watch Netflix instead. I think that, you know, this is probably the easiest investment that you could have made is just by installing MetaMask and using DeFi. Um, so let me lend, end it there. I'm going to see what you guys are up in the chat. Thank you all for tuning in. If you haven't already, hit that like button. It really helps out the channel. If you like content like this, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Hit the bell notification. And join. Uh, feel free to join our chat room. Uh, we got a Telegram a channel. All we do is talk a bunch of DeFi, yield farming, uh, different altcoins, and crypto as well. Uh, great community in there if you want to check it out. Yeah, Hydra's got a really good point about Elon Musk just manipulating this market. I think that um, as this market matures, it's going to grow up and realize that it doesn't need Elon Musk to to move it. It doesn't need Elon Musk to survive or, or to go forward. So I'd really like to see, you know, just people within crypto just ignore Elon. He literally doesn't know anything about crypto. Just looking at every single one of his tweets... He's an amateur. He he knows less than um, than most people, I'd say, within crypto. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I understand blockchain, and he says some of the dumbest things. <laughs> so, um, people shouldn't be listening to him about crypto. He's smart in other areas, but if he says anything about crypto, um, my my ears just go quiet because he, he just speaks nonsense. He doesn't say anything intelligent about crypto. Yeah, fair. Uh, far actually has a good uh, good point here about this fud on um, 4chan here. Saying that it's gonna, if they were gonna sell at twenty five thousand, they would have you know front run that opportunity, sold before then to buy back at twenty five. So it doesn't make any sense. They understood that this was going to maybe cause fud and cause fear in the market. Um, they were just trying to manipulate even more to to get some more coins. I think. Yeah, yeah, you have a very good point, uh, Krishna. I was very happy to see Cake above 20, but I didn't think if the market didn't hold, there was no way Cake was going to hold. It's all reliant on Bitcoin at the, end of the, at the end of the day. Congrats. That's, uh, that's a good move. Like, I wish I would have 
got more into stable coins, um, you know, if if you knew you you need a crystal ball in front of you though, for the most part. With a lot of this fud, it was just continually manipulation after manipulate manipulation, fud after fud. So, um, I think that if you're selling now though, that you're, you're just selling the bottom or um, close to it. Yeah. For me, it's just a wait and see. I'm just waiting. I'm waiting right now. I'm not buying. I'm not selling. I'm just looking at the market. I'm seeing where it will settle to. I'm seeing the sentiment. I want the sentiment to reverse. The sentiment is too bearish right now. As long as bearish sentiment does not reverse, we won't see Bitcoin reverse, um, especially with, with continued FUD being released. So right now is not, for me, it's not a buy moment. It's not a sell moment. It's a wait and see moment to see uh, where the sentiment will start to turn around. But by that point in time, the market would have already corrected itself. So I don't want to get out of Bitcoin ever. Um, really, I'll be willing to buy these dips until it bottoms out. I'll buy the, these dips, you know, as it dips. Yeah, easy, uh, easy shot us saying that bear bull market. I believe yield farming will allow me to survive. I definitely agree that yield farming is a great way to, for passive income. If you hold crypto, you get that passive income. You don't have to really care as much. I'd say if the market's taking a, taking a dump because you always have that constant stream, and you can continually reinvest your profits, your your yield rewards into, you know, Bitcoin or Ethereum or any other solid project you think that you want to get into or just use it for your expenses. Um, so yield farming is one of these like, I, I feel it's like if it's going to be a lifesaver for, you know, for a lot of us during this bear market, a lot of people, it's still very nascent for yield farming. There's a lot of opportunity still. And a lot of people within crypto don't even know how to do yield farming. And I think that that's going to leave a lot of opportunity on the table for those that do. All those people that know about yield farming and know the, you know, how to make a good profit in it are going to do very well, even though it's a bear market. So I think that having that skill set, being on top of the yield farming scene is going to be a, a good skill set and something to just have in your tool belt for when this bear market really hits. If this is the bear market, this is literally the beginning of it. Um, we already had like a 50% correction. So, you know, we could go down more, but I don't think it's gonna go too much further from where it's, it's at now. So for me, I'm just gonna be buying the dips, dollar cost averaging, and holding off from getting into anything speculative um, until we see the sentiment, you know, reverse from a bearish sentiment to a bullish sentiment. There's too much fear right now.
Yeah, so if anybody was trying to get out, I kept trying to tell you guys, don't sell on these dips. You got to be selling out whenever it bounces back up. So back over here, you know, when I was doing the live stream, like you didn't want to sell here. You don't want to sell here or here. Anywhere in this area, I would say, um, you didn't really want to sell. Like that was just wasted profits. You know, you had a good period of time to sell above here. And what is that? That's, you know, at the bottoms, you're looking at 35,000, you know, compared to selling off around here. If you sold the very, very top, you could have sold off at 42,000, you know? So that's a big difference. Don't panic, sell. You know, if you wanna sell, have a plan. Look at the charts. See when a, when a time, an opportune time might arise to, to get out. Because, um, like, if you just FOMO sell right now, like, you're literally selling the bottom of this stuff right now. Like, this is a horrible point to sell. Like, at, at least, at least try to sell up here. Like, in the course of the couple days, like, you could sell along here, right? It might touch 39000 pretty shortly would you rather rather sell for two thousand dollars cheaper or rather rather sell for two thousand dollars more right so that's that's my opinion like i don't ever like to sell the bottoms um and that's has always been the case if i panic sold i if i panic sold that was the bottom No, I'm not going to sell any Bitcoin. I'm a long-term investor in Bitcoin. There's no reason to sell Bitcoin. You can deposit your assets. You know, you can deposit Bitcoin, take out a loan against it if you need money to use. That way you don't have any tax bills. Like the one thing that I hate doing is paying taxes. Like one way to not pay taxes for me is to take out a loan. That way I don't ever have to sell Bitcoin. And that's what I get my you know if i'm going to be selling anything it's my altcoins i'll sell my altcoins for bitcoin and then i don't ever sell my bitcoin and same thing with ethereum like i buy my ethereum don't ever sell it i use it for gas that's pretty much it um but then i can take out a loan with bitcoin ethereum and then go over to yield farming with you know my stable coins now that i pulled out that stable coin loan secured against my ethereum or my bitcoin I go in yield farm with that stable coin. So I'm continually making a profit um, on all that stuff. All right, guys, I'm gonna cut it here. Thank you all for joining. If you haven't already, please do me that favor, smash that like button, it really helps out the channel. And hopefully I'll see you guys next time. Take care and be safe, everybody.